Let's talk about safe supply this morning. Now, we know that there are a lot of rules around it, right? But the rules sometimes change or the guidance sometimes changes, sometimes very quietly. And the opposition, BC United, says that is exactly what happened last month. And they want to highlight some of those changes. So let's find out what these concerns are. Joining us now is Eleanor Sterkel, BC United's Shadow Minister for Mental Health and Addictions and Recovery. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Simi. Good morning. Good morning. What is it that you wanted to highlight? Like, what are you concerned about? Well, some of the protocols for doctors changed in the province last month. As you said, there wasn't any um, fanfare or announcement or warnings to the public. Um, and so what it is, is that there's new guidance for doctors to be able to prescribe. In particularly, the one that's concerning is take-home fentanyl tablets um, as part of safe supply. And uh, right in the guidance for doctors, it says that there's no evidence or established best practices supporting the efficacy or safety of fentanyl tablets for mitigating the risk from the toxic drug supply. So they're putting out uh, new protocols, but have to then admit that there's no evidence this will work and they don't know if it's safe. So because it wasn't announced, you know, publicly, uh, I actually got sent this by several addiction doctors who received this guidance, and they're extremely concerned about these new measures. Right, but they don't have to prescribe it. Nobody's telling them they must do this, right? This is an option for them if they choose. That's right. But what we have in British Columbia is that it's not only addiction doctors that are um, able to to prescribe these types of treatments. It's actually uh, doctors that are not specialists in addiction. So one of the concerns even amongst doctors whose profession and specialty is addiction treatment is that people that may not have um, specialized training or have the specialized knowledge of addictions may still continue to follow this guidance because when you're receiving guidance that is approved by the government, you have to think that this must be, um, you know, a proven technique. This must be something that's working. But it's extremely disturbing to see the government putting out guidance and approving things that are not um, based in um, evidence. They have not established a guideline. And what's even more concerning for us is that they don't know that it's safe. We're already seeing the consequences of um, the hydromorphone program. And in fact, earlier this summer, public officials had to come out and say that they're reviewing the hydromorphone distribution because of these concerns from doctors who are seeing not only their patients not improving, but that they're seeing that the diversion of those drugs are causing harms. So are you able to ask questions about this? Like, can you find out what led to this guidance being changed? You know, this is why we're calling for clarity is that this information is not uh, being shared with the opposition readily. Um, When we ask questions, we often see public officials and others come forward and say that it's extreme right-wing ideology when in fact our job is to ask these types of questions this is not based in political ideology but you know I have people calling my office multiple times a week saying that their child is taking what they believe to be safe supply that they're now suffering from an addiction that people are readily getting access to these types of drugs whether they came from safe supply or not being marketed that way and that we're seeing kids now accessing these in fact you know, after receiving um, several tips from, from people, I went on Reddit, um, which a lot of people have that app, and you can easily find uh, people who are advertising safe supply. You can find people who um, talk about easily accessing diverted safe supply. Um, you know, it's a, it's a huge concern. And in fact, I mean, we know that they're reviewing it, so it's very confusing to me that we would be in the middle of a review of safe supply procedures 
and not have waited at least to find out what the results of that review would be. Okay, and you're saying you get several calls a week about this? Absolutely, I do. You know, it's one of the biggest, I guess, things I I have to address and try to help guide people on from my office as the addictions critic is people who are desperately trying to find help for teenagers um, and young adults who started off with what they thought was a safe party drug, experimenting, becoming addicted, um, moving on to fentanyl, and and then having a real problem. And some of the problem is, is that Unless someone is willing and ready to go into treatment, oftentimes people are stuck in a pattern of not being able to help their loved one because, you know, they're, they're caught in the cycle of addiction. Okay, we so, have a huge challenge. Uh, so the, it's incumbent then upon a doctor to do the research on this if the government isn't going to provide that research for them. Well, they're, they're providing the protocols and they're saying that it's safe and that their guidance is that this is the right thing to do. But what we're hearing from specialists is that what they're seeing does not uh, equate to this being a viable or workable solution to what we have for our toxic drug crisis. So, you know, I I could understand if this was proven, if they said there was already established evidence um, and that they knew it was safe and that we knew that it wasn't causing unintended harms. But the fact that they're now giving out guidelines to doctors that are not based in evidence, that they have not even figured out if this would even work, or even if it's safe, Uh, that's a huge red flag. A government has a responsibility to ensure the safety of the protocols and procedures that it is giving out as guidance to doctors. There's a lot of trust that we put in the government. There's a lot of trust that doctors and professional organizations put in these types of guidelines. And to see something published that not only we don't know that it works, but could actually cause harm is, is just, I mean, it's not ethical. It's not right. This isn't about politics. This is about people's lives, and we have to do something about it. Uh, Thanks so much for your time on that this morning. Thank you, Simi.